Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Ches, Sif Tezayin. And Mitzvah Shem, we're going to finish the Simon tonight. Actually, we have to Sif Tezvav, I'm sorry. Sif Tezvav, which is the very end of page 30. So the last two words on page 30 in Sif Tezvav, the Mechaber says, In Nofla Taliso Shalob Meskavein Choser Umisatev, Last night we discussed the person who takes off his talus, whether he needs to make a new bracha when he puts it back on or not. And tonight we're going to discuss when a person's talus falls off by accident and he puts it back on. So the Mechaber Paskins, if a person's talus falls off by accident and he goes and puts it back on, he needs to make another bracha. This is assuming that the entire talus fell off. The Mechaber Paskins, that it has to be the entire talus fell off in order to require a new bracha. But if it only fell off the most of the way, but there's a little bit left on him, then he does not need to make a new bracha. Says the Mishabura, the Mishabura is on page Tazayan, Sifkotan Lamites. The talus fell off, Shalob Miskaven. Afilu Lamade Paskinan de Beheser Taliso Aldas Lach Zero Ein Tsarach Levarich. Even according to what we passed in last night, that when one takes off his talus, having in mind to put it back on, he does not need a new bracha. But Zegara Yoser, this case where it fell off on its own is worse. The Hanofla below Das, because it fell off without any knowledge. The Azdol La Mitzvasa. And therefore the mitzvah is lost. If he planned on taking it off and putting it back on, so then it's all, it's all in the plans, and therefore he would not need a new bracha. But if it just falls off, that's like a stopping of the mitzvah, and it will require a new bracha. And even though we discussed last night, there are certain times where a person takes off his talus without thinking if he's going to put it back on or not, and he has tzitzis on, that will not require a new bracha when he puts his talus back on. Over here, when your talus falls off, even if you're wearing a talus cotton, even if you're wearing tzitzit underneath, it will not help you, and you will need another bracha when you put it back on. Says the Mishabura in Sivkaton Mem, Tzorach Levarich, you need to make another bracha. Afilu imlov miyad. Even if it fell off, and a second later you put it back on, you will require another bracha. If one's talus fell off in the middle of Shmon Esrei, and someone else who was behind him who finished Shmon Esrei put it back on him, you obviously can't make a bracha on your tzitzis during Shmon Esrei, but you should wait till you finish Shmon Esrei, make a bracha on the tzitzis, and then move around the tzitzis. Now, there's a little bit of a diak over here that the Mishabura says if other people put the talus back on. So if you look at note 58, he writes, In terms of putting back your own talus, it falls off, you're standing right there, the talus is on the floor, are you allowed to put it back on? That's a hefsek in your davening, and one should not pick up his own talus. If he's in the middle of his his talus falls, leave it on the floor. If you did the wrong thing, uh, I guess you, your natural inclination is to pick it up. If you did it by accident, or you didn't know the halacha, and you put it back on, the Mishabura says over there, You don't have to go back even to the beginning of the bracha that you're holding in. And afterwards, make the bracha and move around the tzitzis. So therefore it comes out that whether you put it back on, someone else puts it back on in the middle of Shmon Esrei, you will make the bracha after Shmon Esrei. During Shmon Esrei, you don't make a bracha, you don't even pick it up. 
But otherwise, when a talus falls off and you put it back on, you always make a bracha right away, even if it fell for a second, even if you had a talus cotton underneath your clothes. I'm not sure. I have to look it up. I don't. I don't remember. Good question. I'm not sure. It might be different. Is it better for you if you're if you're the person who would put it on him? Is it better not to do that so that he can do etuf afterwards instead of being a mashmation? That's a good question. I don't know. He's asking an excellent question. He's asking if you if you see someone's talus that it falls off in the middle of shemunesa, you're behind him. Should you put it back on him? And then you're causing him to make the bracha afterwards. You're just moving around the tzitzis. It's not the best way to make the bracha. Or just leave it. This way he can pick it up on his own afterwards and put it on, put the talus on the right way when he makes the bracha. Right. It's a good question. I'm not sure. It's an excellent question. Okay. Says the Mishra on that which the Machaber said, that's if it fell completely off. However, if it fell only the majority of the way, you don't make a new bracha. Says the Mishabura in Sifkatan them Aleph, Afa Pisha Nafla Ruba, even if most of it fell off, you don't make another bracha. Hataz Velirabah Chokinaza. So these are Khronim, the Taz and Ali Rabba argue and they say if it fell off most of the way, you also will make a new bracha. Vegam Hagrah Mitsali Ladivri Hataz. And the Gura also takes sides with the Taz that you would make another bracha if it fell off majority of the way. Ulukuli Alma in Nafal me al Kohaguf. But everyone agrees, if the whole talus falls off, you just catch it in your hand, which sometimes happens, you catch it in your hand, that will for sure require another bracha. Because you your mitzvah is gone. Again, once it fell off your body, the fact that you're holding it in your hand doesn't help you. What? Sheikar mitzvahs eat of hubaguf. Holding it in your hand is nothing. Saving it in your hand doesn't help anything because the Iker mitzvah is when it's around your goof. And the fact that it fell off your goof, the mitzvah is done and you didn't have in mind anything and therefore you will require another bracha when you put it back on. Now here you made a bracha on your talus and it fell out of your hands before you put it on. And now you pick it up from the floor to put it back on. Ain't saruch levaruch shenis. Right? You pick your talus up, you make the bracha, it falls down, pick it back up, put it on, you don't need another bracha because your bracha is still, is still hold, holding there on that talus. Vafilu nifsalu oz titsiyosav. And this we saw in one of the notes the other day, that even if you realize that tzitzis are puzzle, v'hayolo tzitzis mizumonim v'sikna miyad. You made the bracha, you notice all of a sudden that the tzitzis are puzzle, and you have a spare pair right next to you, and you put the tzitzis on, you change them, you spend a couple of minutes changing them. Ain't saruch levaruch sheinis, you also will not need to make a second bracha. Dekevan shadayin lo asa mitzvaso, since you made the bracha and you did not yet do the mitzvah, lo isiach daito, you did not take your mind off the mitzvah, and therefore you could still put it on relying on that bracha. Kemo betfil nakamon mesimen chafes if you'd beis, ayin sham betas if katan you'd beis. Like we'll see later on in Hilchas Tvil in the same halacha. Just glancing at the first couple of lines in note 60, the reason why when you are fixing the tzitzis, it's not considered a hefzik, the Mishavu says later on, when the kesher breaks, before you put it on, it's like going into the kitchen to get the salt after you made that motzi, you made the bracha, now you need to do something in the mitzvah, even speaking having to do with the mitzvah, we said it's not a hefzik, so certainly fixing the tzitzis or fixing the tzitzis would not be a hefzik, and therefore if you notice there's a problem and you fix it up, it would not require a new bracha. And now the Mishavu tells us something very interesting. 
We're in the last two lines in Sifkotan Mem Aleph. Umisha Lokach Talis Lis Atifo. Person took his talis to put it on. The Hiskil of Varechalov, and he started making the brach on the talis. The Kodem Shasim Habracha Lakachum Imenu. Someone got angry at him. They thought it was their talus and they ripped it out of his hands. He was in the middle of his bracha about to put it on and someone ripped it out of his hands and ran to the other shul. He's in the middle of a bracha. But Hashkacha had it that his tefillin were in front of him. Utfilin the fun of and he was about to put on his talus and then his tefillin. Yochol Sayim Habracha. Even though he started having in mind the bracha on the talus, he could finish his bracha with the following words. Asher Kiddushanu B'Mitzosa V'Tzivanu Lohaniach Tefillin and that bracha will be okay for his tefillin. So he started having in mind the bracha on the talus. It got grabbed away from him, but anyway, he has to put on his tefillin afterwards so he can adjust the bracha midway and make a bracha on the tefillin, and that will be okay. That's what Mishaburah says. Now, there's a very interesting shayla over here. If you look at note 61, uh, there's a psalm from Rav Yashiv that's, that's a big kash on this. Omnum, le'inyan hayrotza le'achol pri. A person wants to eat a fruit. After he started making the bracha on the fruit, the hiskir shem umalchus, and he already mentioned the name of Hashem. He realized that he had another apple in front of him. He had two apples in front of him. He made a bracha right on the first one, and he ate it. And that bracha really covers the second apple. But he accidentally started making a bracha on the second apple, which is totally not necessary. But Ashkacha had it. He had a, he had a, something else next to him. He had a vegetable next to him, right? He had a carrot next to him. So, Das Hagon Revel Yoshev, She'eno Yochel Osayim Bevracha Acheres, Mima She'kivein B'Sha, She'eno Yochel Osayim Bevracha Acheres, Mima She'kivein B'Sha, Saskara Shem Malchus. He cannot adjust the bracha and end over the Bore Priyadam on the carrot, since he had in mind when he started his bracha, that he's going to make a Bore Priyadam on the apple. He can't do it. Ubir and Rebel Yashiv explains, She'ein ze domel It's not like what the Mishiburah says over here, even though it sounds very familiar. It sounds very similar. Here you started making the bracha on the tzitzis. It got taken away in the middle. So you switched the bracha in the middle to be the bracha on the tefillin. There you made a bracha on the apple. It got, you realize it was a ro- you made a mistake. And you switched. Wait, in case over here you, you have an option. You have the bracha. No, but it, it doesn't matter. It, it, no, but in either in both cases, you, you can't finish your bracha now. On the apple, you realize, uh oh, I already made a bracha on the apple. I can't make this bracha now. So it's the same thing as if my talus was taken. I can't make the bracha on the talus now. I don't have a talus now. I don't have an apple to make a bracha on. I don't have a talus. It's not the exact same case, but halachically, it's the same thing. So why can't why can't you switch it to the to the carrot? So let's see what Ravashiv says. So what's the problem? So let's, see, so let's see what Rav Yashif says. Rav Yashif says it's not similar to the case of the apple where you want to switch the bracha to the carrot where, where, where Rav Yashif passes. You cannot do that. It's not similar to what the Mishaburah says. You can switch the bracha in the middle from having in mind the talus to having in mind the tefillin. Says Rav Yashif, right? 
Again, just getting a running start. Ubiya Rav Yosef explains she'ein zedomer l'masha kasev v'mishabura kan she'av shehischu levarech al talis yochol l'sayim as abrach al tefillin. Why? Mishum shekan harayu mechuyuv gam l'haniach tefillin v'lochein yochol l'sayim as abrach alehen. I'll tell you the words that are said here. The words that are said here are not clear on exactly, you know, why that should necessarily matter. But Rav Yosef says the difference is that when it comes to the talis and tefillin, you're mechuyiv to wear the tefillin. It's a chiyiv. The carrot that you happen to have next to your apples, you don't have to eat the carrot. And therefore Rav Yosef seems to feel that the fact that I started the brach on the tzitzis and I could adjust it to the tefillin, which I'm mechuyiv to wear, I could do it. Masha'ekin, if I made a, started the bracha on the apple, and I'm switching it to the carrot, which is an optional bracha, don't eat the carrot, don't make the bracha, there you can't carry the bracha over. That's the words that are brought down over here. I'm not sure that I hear fully the chilek, but I, I like the question a lot. That, so Yasha says, if anyone has a, a good hezbir in the, in the pshat and what he means, so feel free. Right, so you want to say that he means to be mechalved in the birchas and mitzvah in the birchas and nenin. Maybe. I mean, he doesn't say that, and why would that? Why would that necessarily matter here? Why should it matter? You started a bracha, you start and now you. Okay. Uh, you're saying the same words. I don't know if you're adding Hezbo to what? I, I, that's what he's saying. I'm saying so, so what? But Lamaisa, I could save the bracha and I could use it for something else. I mean, it, you see from Talas and Tfilin that if I started a bracha having one kavana, I could switch it to something else. So why can't I do it here also? Just because I don't have to eat the carrot, so what? Let the carrot save my bracha. I don't hear his chiluk 100%. Possibly the first portion of the bracha that you, you make. So at this point, if you stop, it becomes kind of like a bracha of Atala. Yeah. So, because you have a chiyuv to do another mitzvah. Okay, let's go. I hear. I hear. Okay, let's go back there. Sif Tazlayim. We'll think about it. Again, I, I didn't hear the chiluk, but I wanted to read it. It's a, it's a great. It's a great question. And may, I, I meant to look up in the sefer Zosabrach. I think I have it at home. I meant to look it up, and I forgot to see if there's a little more hezber there. Because here, it's a little bit. It needs a little more hezber, in my opinion. Okay, halacha Tazlayim. Says the Mechaber, Halon b'talisa balaylo, one who slept at night in his talus, or his tzitzis. Tzorich levarich olav baboker, af imlo pishato. He needs to make a bracha on it in the morning, even if he didn't take it off. So a bacher who makes a bracha on his talus katan, went to sleep with his talus katan on, and wakes up in the morning, he needs to make a bracha on it, even though he wore it straight through the whole night. V'tov l'mash meishbo b'shas bracha. And it's good to move it around when he makes the bracha. Again, that's like a little bit of a maisa. Says the Ramah, The Ramah says, the same thing would apply if you put your tzitzis on too early in the morning, before the Zman of Tzitzis. If you put it on, you can make a bracha then, because it's not a Zman of Chiyuv. You could put it on then, and then when it comes to Zman of Chiyuv, you make the bracha and you move around the tzitzis. Are you yoyitz the Chiyuv what are you yotze? What's the point of... You're yotze, yes. You're yotze. Says the Mishra Buras, If you sleep in your tzitzis, you need to make a bracha in the morning. We hold that the night time is not a time of tzitzis. And therefore, even though you had your tzitzis on, that's considered a hefsek in the mitzvah. And therefore, you require a new bracha. 
The Yesh Chokim Bazeh, some argue on this, Kevon Dixus Yom Chayev Af Balaylo Ladas Miktas HaPoskim. Some argue on this and they say that since according to some poskim, a daytime garment is chayv in tzitzis even if you wear it at night. So even though nighttime is not as much of tzitzis, but a day garment that you wear at night is still chayv in tzitzis and therefore they say it's not a hefsek. So, and therefore the Mishavura comes out and paskins, Usafek brachos lahakil. Therefore, study brachos lahakil, if one sleeps in his tzitzis, the Mishavura is telling us, Lamaisa, that you should not make a bracha in the morning. Umikom makom. In any case, nochon lechavin lifter osa betalus gadol. A person who puts on a, a regular talus, so should do like we do every day. He should have in mind when he puts on his talus gadol to make, cover the bracha also on the talus katan, because lemaisa, according to some people, like we just saw in the mechaber, you do need a bracha on the talus katan. But since it's not pasht according to everyone, savi brachas lahakel. If you don't have a talus gadol, you would not make, according to the mishabura, a bracha on your tzitzis after sleeping the whole night in your tzitzis. The cholze. This is all talking about if you didn't take it off. You wore it straight through the whole night. But if you took off your tzitzis, having in mind not to put it on right away. Right? If you took it off and you had a hesek, you didn't plan on putting it back on for a while. So then when you put it back on, you would be chayyot to make another bracha according to everyone. However, even though that would be an etza, take it off for a little bit, have in mind not to put it back on, and then put it back on. Even though that's a good etza according to everyone, we'll see it's not really according to everyone. It's inappropriate to do this etza of taking it off. In order to make yourself chayiv according to everyone. Mishum bracha she'ena tzricha ladasa potrin, because that would be considered a bracha she'ena tzricha according to those who patter. Because according to the one who says that keeping the tzitzis on all night and keeping it on in the morning again, you don't need a bracha. So you're taking it off. You don't really want to take it off. You're only taking it off to make it a bracha. So according to those poskim, you're making a bracha she'ena tzricha because really you don't need a bracha on this at all. And therefore, even though lemaisa works out that according to everyone you could make a bracha, but you shouldn't do it because you're creating a situation of a bracha she'ena tzricha, a bracha that's not necessary, and we don't like to create those situations. Hayashen bayom, one who sleeps during the day. Hayashen bayom, one who sleeps during the day. Shnas atzarayim, he sleeps in the afternoon. Umeisim miolo atalas katan. Here's the opposite case. Instead of instead of sleeping all night in your in your tzitzis, you're sleeping during the day and you're taking your tzitzis off. So then, that is a discussion in the poskim. If that's considered a hesachadas, if you took a nap during the day, you took your tzitzis off, it's a discussion. Should you make a new bracha when you put it back on? Al Kain, he says an interesting eitzah here. Al Kain me'anochon she'al koponim yechasabo b'shasasheno. You should use it as a blanket. You should throw your tzitzis over you. You're not wearing them, but throw it over you as like a blanket while you're sleeping. Then according to everyone, you wouldn't need a bracha afterwards because you're still using the tzitzis, even though you're not wearing it in the proper way. But since it's a suffix, if you took it off, if you need a new bracha and you put it back on, don't be finished with the tzitzis totally. Even if you're not wearing it when you're sleeping, you know, throw it on top of your blanket or throw it on top of yourself as a blanket and then you for sure would not require bracha according to everyone. However, it's not so pashit. Because if you look at note 66, even though note 66 is not so pashit either, note 66 points out, Omnum, Vadasa Mordechai Hamuvalo Kamon, She'ein Chiyav Tzitzis Bikisui Vahola Alaguf, the sheet of the Mordechai is that you're not Chayav in Tzitzis. If something is just covering you and it's thrown on your body, but you're not wearing it as a garment, Elorak Biderach Levisha Bilvad, only if you're actually wearing it as a regular garment, 
L'chora lo toil eitzazu. L'chora this eitzah wouldn't work, but that's not so partial what the note is saying either, because it could be, even according to the one who says you're only chayiv in the, in the mitzvah when you're wearing it as a regular garment, but it shows you're not being mesiyah das from, from the mitzvah. Even though you're not, even, you know, even according to the Mordechai that you're not chayiv in when you're throwing it over you. But what you are doing is showing that you're keeping your mind on the mitzvah while you're sleeping, and therefore it's not so partial what he's saying in the note that it wouldn't work according to the Mordechai. It could be that it would work according to the Mordechai. You were wearing a tzitzis, and now it's over you. You're not doing the mitzvah, but you're connected some way to the tzitzis, and now you're putting it on again. So it could be that even according to the Mordechai, it would be okay to do this etzah to not require the bracha afterwards, because that's showing that you're not mitzvah das. It's not about mitzvah das. The mishabura that 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 said yeshdeus ben aposim zebes bechlal hesachadas. That was the suffix. That was the lashon of mishabura. Hayoshem beyom shaser. I'm suggesting that that's I'm suggesting that that's that it could be that it's not only according to one that says that, that there's a chi of tzitzis on something that's over you because I don't think we put tzitzis on blankets right we don't put tzitzis on blankets that are four cornered so that's not really a chi of tzitzis then but the fact that it's over you is just a vart and not being the seal das that's how I understood it it's not Makasha. If you already have to put it over here as a blanket, just keep it on, right? It gets uncomfortable. Okay, let's finish up the simon in Sif Yud Zayin. In Sif Yud Zayin, the Machaber says, Niskasa Bebegeshu Chayab Betzitzis. If a person clothed himself in a garment that is Chayab and Tzitzis, Flohitobo Tzitzis, and he did not put Tzitzis on the four cornered garment, Detail Mitzis Aif. I left the Mishabura out, I'm sorry. Sifkata Mem Gimel, I left off a very important Mishabura. Mishabura says in Sifkata Mem Gimel, right, the, the, the Ramah had said, after the Machaber said, if you sleep in your tzitzis the whole night, you need a bracha in the morning, and it's good to move them around when you make the bracha. The Ramah said, so too, one who puts his tzitzis on early, before it gets light, he also should do the same thing. Says the Mishabura, I am Betashe Kosov, Tahai Vechain Edemuduktuk. This Vechain, and so too that the Ramah writes, is not so exacting. Because in this case, interesting, the Taz says, when you put it on too early in the morning, and now you're making the bracha, there me'ikra din, you have to move around the talus when you make the bracha. In the case of the mechaber, when you were sleeping the whole night in your tzitzis, so the mechaber said, you make a bracha, and it's good to move around the tzitzis. But here the Taz says, it's not that it's good to move around the tzitzis. Here you're And the reason for the chiluk is, that when you put on the talus in the morning, let's say an hour before the zman, and then you make the bracha later, if you don't move it around, it makes it seem like you're making the bracha on the putting on of the talus that you did an hour ago when it wasn't as man chiv. And therefore, me'ikra din, you have to show that you're doing it not for when you put it on, you're doing it for now. Masha'enkein, if you wore the tzitzis the whole night, so there you're not mechuyav to move it around, it's good to move it around, but there no one's going to think, it's poshit that you're not making the bracha on the wearing of the tzitzis the whole night, because that's poshit that tzitzis the whole night is going to be putter. And therefore, there it's good to move it around, to, to do a little bit of a maisa now, but you're not mechuyiv to. But when you put it on too early, where one might think that the bracha is going on the putting on, which was, which was early and not on now, therefore you should be bedafka, moving it around, the ikradin. Says the Mechaber in Sif Yudzayin, Neskaseb abegetshu chayev b'tzitzis v'lohitul b'tzitzis. If a person was covered in a garment that was chayev b'tzitzis, it was four corners, v'lohitul b'tzitzis, he didn't put tzitzis in, b'tel mitzis asay, he has been mavatul the mitzis asay. 
Says the Mishaburis of Kotan and Dalla, the Tzitzis Chovas Gavra Lu'inyan Zeh, the Tzitzis is a Chiyav on the person, Lagabi this Inyan, Shem Niskase Batala Zeh, Chol Olov Hachiyav. That if he's covered in the garment, then the Chiyav is Chal on him, and therefore if he does not put the Tzitzis on when he is wearing it, he has been the Vatal, the Mitzvah Tzitzis. Alex, you had a question, so we'll go to you first. No, I forgot. <laughs> okay, we were successful. <laughs> What? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, why is he in the skas? It sounds like the last thing we just discussed, right? That he's not necessarily wearing it as a beggar, right? That's what you're bothered by. She's saving Lovay, Shaderach Lavisha. I don't know. Okay, if there's no other questions, we'll stop here and we'll continue with Mirza Hashem on Sunday. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myramakaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.